Sanders Podcast. Today I have Jeremy in the house. Jeremy Lipkovitz. He is a um, coach uh, for, who helps people to get kind of over their porn addiction. I can't wait to hear what means uh, this is okay. This yeah. is maybe too You're much. You're just waiting for me yeah. to give you a green check. You're like, <laughs> I just brought Jeremy on because I just really want to know that I'm okay. Five times a day. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> If you watch Pornhub this amount of times, yeah. this is not okay. And how did they decide it? Well, and that's what's very fascinating and, and maybe also frustrating is there's no hard and fast rule based off of how many times you're watching or, you know, how long it is. Mm -hmm. It's it's really a self-diagnosis where you have to check in and say, what are the ways that this is influencing my life? So if every night you watch an hour of porn for 10 years, every night you are strengthening the neural pathways associated with craving, with lust, with wanting a new mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. woman or man, whatever it is you're mm -hmm. looking at. And so you're strengthening those neural pathways where they become the habitual pathway. So my background is in genetics. So mm -hmm. I used to be studying genetics. I was working on a PhD at Duke in genetics and genomics. And around that time, I started teaching meditation just for fun. And I just realized that I was more passionate about teaching people about mental health and wellness and how to understand what's mm -hmm. going on in their mind. So someone who's a scientist. Are you a scientist? I would say so. Can I call you a scientist? Yeah. I was a scientist. That's so I sexy. I <laughs> Should I wear my scientist I have the first <laughs> scientist in my podcast. Yeah. I think so. I'm not sure. I had politicians. I had uh, world leaders, but never had a scientist. Mm. <laughs> but the great thing is that there's so many options for us to choose from. <laughs> Only fans. There's so many cams. flavors. Yeah. 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 It's just like buying an ice cream nowadays. You yeah. just go, there's like 150 different flavors. Yeah. We're actually talking about ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Just go back, watch the whole episode again, and just replace every time we say porn with ice say cream. Say ice cream. Young kids are getting into ice cream these days. <laughs> That's a good one. And, uh, you know, training as a Buddhist monk in Myanmar, started teaching meditation. So the background is really in meditation. Are you a monk? I was a monk. No, what? Do you take your cloth out? That's it? Yeah, You're done? It's called disrobing. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Disrobing. In That's like a title of my sex <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. 40 cards before your brain has an idea, your body's already sweating. That is really cool. And it shows you the body knows shit that your mind doesn't know about. That is really cool. So the wisdom of the body is a real thing. Yeah. And so the gut feeling is like my body's telling me something is wrong. People don't realize that like emotional intelligence is a skill set that you need to develop mm -hmm. also. How you interact with other people, how you lead people and influence people. And they are getting poorer and poorer. Is that a word? Yeah. Poorer? <laughs> uh, because we just so lack the interaction. Exactly. I mean, especially if you look at kids who spend oh all days God. on their phones. It's like they don't know how to interact You're with gonna other You're going to have people. a lot of work in the future. Damn straight I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the clients I work with where they're like, yeah, you know, they met this amazing person. And maybe it even did fit in line with what they like mm -hmm. but then they get bored because again their brain is addicted to the novelty the biggest mistake that people think is that they just need to stop watching porn and they try to use willpower they just like okay let me just stop watching and if i can get to 30 days then i'll be fixed if i watch porn i would be uh, i would be jerking off mm -hmm. i love when i talk about this right now <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the renards <laughs> podcast ladies and gentlemen <laughs> we talk about everything <laughs> whole idea about ejaculation and like how unhealthy it actually can be for mm. men so as far as i know and hearing like from the uh, multi-orgasmic man that mm -hmm. is a book which i started reading but it was so boring yeah but the whole idea <laughs> understand that it was basically masturbating
masturbation is not very good. Uh, I mean, ejaculation is not very good. You can do it. Yeah. You know, like back in the days, uh, you know, when I was getting interested into nakedness and stuff, um, I was watching. <laughs> that was the most polite way to say you're just looking at porn. Nakedness. I was getting interested in nakedness. <laughs> very camp as well. <laughs> There's something called the three A's of porn addiction, which is like these three things that make porn highly addictive. The accessibility is one, so you can just get it anywhere. Yep. The affordability, it's free. Right. Not all drugs are free, right? And then the um, anonymity. Like mm. Doctors are seeing an increased amount of young girls coming in with anal injuries. Wow. Which is insane, like like thousandfold percent increase That's crazy. in young girls. Yeah. And it's because of what people are seeing in porn and thinking is normal and natural. Mm. And or maybe in those areas, just the Catholic churches are very strong. <laughs> you can't just make porn illegal because, one, it won't work. You know, it'll just go underground. Um, you just need to educate people, you know, to teach kids that, hey, this is not reality. This is fantasy. Sexuality is celebrated and you let go of the shame of sexuality is when you can actually have a healthy relationship to it. And I, I totally agree. With, like, again, I'm not against porn and I actually... You know, it's like w one of my close friends is an escort, and I actually am pro-sex workers. I mm -hmm. think sex work is actually something, you know, that people can actually benefit from. It's like, mm -hmm. m you know, going to a massage or something. It's healing to mm -hmm. have that human-to-human -human interaction. Most people who want to be life coaches think that, you know, what it, be what it means to be a coach is to tell people what to do. It's like, oh, I'm going to be a life coach because I know what people should do, and I'm going to tell this person how they can fix their problem. Mm -hmm. Real coaching, in my opinion, and in the opinion of the ICF, the coach isn't there to give you what, tell you what to do or give you opinions. The coach is there to support you on your journey of finding your own pathway forward and help you remember your own strength. Hey, I don't know what the solution is. I bet you do because you're a badass motherfucker. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the core components of a real coaching relationship is if you can see the greatness in your client right when they you can't, can't see you just turn around and walk if away if you can't see the greatness <laughs> exactly there's nothing to work here with sorry buddy yeah. <laughs> no, i've turned clients down because i i can't see their greatness really? and i'm like hey i'm not the right coach for you what's what's your turning down percentage <laughs> i don't want to say and i get to be there to champion them and to call them out on their bullshit, you right. know, when they, because friends can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Bruno's Podcast.